Welcome to the Healing for the Soul podcast, where we dive deep into the unknown that is all things divine. My name is Heather, and I'll be your guide as we explore practical ways to deepen your connection to the superconscious, develop your spiritual gifts, and learn how to break down the barriers that sabotage us from experiencing our heaven on earth within right now. So get comfortable, grab something to jot your aha moments down on, surround yourself in a ball of white light that is source consciousness, and prepare to enter into a whole new world. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Healing for the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and today I want to take what we talked about in last week's episode a step further. Last week, I talked about the effort and motivation that goes into manifesting your dream reality and how to navigate the balance between action and non-action. In last week's episode, I put a little more emphasis on how to stay motivated to be in the masculine of action taking and putting in effort for your creations. Today, I want to go deeper into the feminine aspects of the manifesting game. This part of the manifesting equation is the non-action, stillness, and is where we need to use emotions and imagination to navigate. I want to talk about how to be able to sit and wait for things to be clear without feeling irresponsible or like everything around you is going to crumble if you aren't taking some sort of action or doing something to put in the work. I grew up having to be very independent, and with the idea that I had to work very hard to be ahead in this game called life. So if you're anything like me, even though I'm a woman, I spent years trapped in an overactive masculine energy while my divine feminine energy was repressed as I felt afraid of the relaxing, trusting, and stillness part of the process for anything. I would find myself fighting meditation, journaling, taking breaks, and allowing myself the permission to not work, even if that's what I really wanted to do for the day. It can be so easy for us, man or woman, to get caught up in an overactive masculine if we get stuck in cycles of having to take care of ourselves and everyone around us seemingly all alone. And if you are someone that has been caught up in this overactive masculine, you may notice patterns of attracting people who aren't responsible or need more support to survive into your life. So for a long time, it was hard for me to even be able to meditate because my brain was so focused on what wasn't done, what I could be doing instead, and how much time I was wasting by trying to sit down and relax. So how are we supposed to be able to relax in non-action and stillness without feeling like we are being irresponsible or like our world is going to fall apart if we stop trying to save it for the day or even a few hours? The first truth and understanding about this challenge of being able to flow from non-action into action or even feeling comfortable in non-action to begin with is that there is a misunderstanding around the divine feminine energy of non-action altogether. This misunderstanding alludes to this idea that to be in stillness or in non-action, that you are being lazy, you aren't getting anything done, and you are letting yourself and everyone around you down because of it. However, this is not true at all. If you think about it logically, allowing yourself to sit in stillness and non-action is actually a very courageous action to take in and of itself. It is the action of deepening the abilities of faith, trust, and non-judgment. 
In order to even be able to do the stillness portion of the manifesting process, it requires you to face any judgments you have placed on listening to your body, understanding your emotions, and your worthiness or valuableness in this world. The truth is, non-action and stillness are not the act of you sitting around being a bum on the couch doing nothing. That would be an overactive feminine energy who is resisting the masculine flow of action taking. Instead, non-action and stillness, when in the most optimal flow of the yin and yang energies, is also action within itself. The only difference is the action you are taking isn't something you would do for work. It might be taking a nap sunbathing, reading, journaling, self-healing work, or whatever you are feeling called to do to recharge or have fun. I want to go deeper into this by sharing some more understandings I have discovered and sharing some examples of what this looks like in my personal day-to-day -day life. The next truth I want to share is complex, but worth knowing. The truth I believe everyone should at least begin to try to understand is that everything is an illusion. I know this can be a hard concept to understand and even truly experience, but I trust and believe that you will understand this concept as much as you are meant to. So what does it mean that everything is an illusion? Well, for starters, the world is spinning right now, but we believe we are standing still. Some of you may be thinking I was able to write this entire podcast episode in one fell swoop of having a stroke of writing genius, but that is also far from the truth. The truth is, it took me years to learn and understand the knowledge I'm even sharing with you in this podcast, and it can take me hours and sometimes days to even prepare a single episode, but I have consciously decided to play the game of speaking, teaching, and mentoring because I love it. I feel called to do it and crave to do the work that I do. However, that doesn't mean I'm not playing other games, such as the game of having perfect health, the game of being a wife and a mother and the game of being a homeowner, and so on. The only way for me to play all of the games I want to play successfully is to be fully consciously aware and present with each thought I think, feeling I feel, and decision I make. Therefore, there is a requirement in understanding that there is even a game to play to begin with. If you'd like to learn more about how to play the game, you can check out resources such as Florence Scovalshin's book, The Game of Life and How to Play It, along with Robert Scheinfeld's book, Busting Loose from the Money Game. However, I will warn you that you should know if you go down this rabbit hole, you need to be prepared to be faced with questioning everything you ever thought was true. This is another reason I do what I do, as I believe I felt an insatiable craving to create Soul Healer Institute, as I believe without a shadow of a doubt that I was meant to support other creators who are wanting to learn how to, in fact, be the creators of their own reality, no matter what that means or looks like, because they are indeed ready to do something absolutely extraordinary, or in other words, do the most illogical thing they could possibly do so they can experience the most illogical concept we have ever created, which is magic and miracles. So let's ground this for a moment. What does this process of playing the game of life and learning how to create balance between action and non-action look like? Let me use the story of what it looked like for me to create this podcast you are listening to right now as an example. The reason I want to use this as an example is because I want to ensure you understand that this process and journey is one that requires daily practice that is designed to help you shift realities and create your heaven on earth within, whatever that looks like for you. I teach others how to understand and master these processes I'm sharing with you throughout these podcast episodes 
for themselves inside of Soul Healer Institute. I'll use the concept of time to help us see how this process can unfold in what you might call real time. Yesterday, I had no idea what this podcast episode would even be about. However, I set the intentions yesterday that I would know exactly what to write about in perfect ways. Meaning, I set this intention that the intuitive spark of genius would come to me as soon as it needed to and make this episode exist. And then I let it go and only did whatever I wanted to do for the rest of the day. So what was it that I wanted to do yesterday? Yesterday, my logical survival part of my brain did its best to make me feel like I should be working on my programs, writing this podcast, taking action, doing all the work, figuring everything out, mapping out my next move. However, my expanded self or higher self didn't want anything to do with any of those things yesterday. The difference is between who I am today versus who I was six years ago is that who I am today has a deep connection with my expanded self and I trust in her with everything I have. So when she tells me what to do or not to do, I know that her guidance is coming from the infinite source of intelligence that knows everything that is best for me and therefore knows exactly what I need to do next to support me having the best day every day because every day is truly a good day when you are aware of the infinite power and presence of source consciousness, the universe, God, or whatever you want to fill the blank in with. So what did I do yesterday? I did whatever I felt would be the most fun for me to do. I listened to my audiobooks. I journaled. I sunbathed. I cuddled with my daughter. I ate yummy food. And then last night, I felt incredibly compelled to write and write and write all my scripts and lessons for my programs at Soul Healer Institute. And I reveled in how much fun it was to write those scripts and get so much done. Even though all I did all day yesterday was trust in my expanded self, higher self, God self, or whatever you want to call it. And I followed my inspirations of what sounded the best to me. And everything that was meant to happen yesterday happened with zero resistance, just like grass growing. I was able to get hours of work done that had I not been in a flow of inspiration to do would have felt like pulling teeth to do so. But instead, it felt like rainbows were pouring out of my fingertips as I was creating and having so much fun while I was so-called working, while my husband and daughter were sleeping like a moon goddess, expressing her divine masculine energy exactly the way it was meant to be expressed. I did this same process of trusting my expanded self and following my sparks of joy and inspiration all day long, whatever that looked like, even the day of writing this episode as well. For me, it looks like scrolling through funny Facebook reels, then having a dance party by myself, daydreaming about being an influencer or a comedian, laying in bed, reveling in appreciation for this miracle of life and everything I've created and want to continue to create. Just another way of tripping you out a little bit is you might think I am talking about today because the podcast was released today. But the truth is that on this day that the podcast is released, I'll be creating something entirely different. And this creation you are just now experiencing has already happened. It's happening currently and will continue to happen as long as you continue to listen. You have manifested me and I have manifested you. You are the creator of everything you are experiencing, just as I am the creator of everything I am experiencing. The truth is, this isn't something new we have discovered. This is just how it always has been for all of eternity. And the only thing different that is happening is you are remembering the truth of who you are and the world around you one piece at a time. So it all feels as if this is a whole new world. Anyways, to bring everything back to the point and purpose of the journey we went on in today's episode, 
Everything is an illusion that you are always actively creating. Don't think you need to go on this journey of waking up to who you truly are alone. Listen to your heart and it will guide you to the perfect place so that you are taken care of under grace and in perfect ways. The miracle of what this means for the purpose of this episode is that once you allow yourself to let go of judgments about what you believe is and is not true, attachments to what you believe is right and wrong, and allow yourself to embrace the possibilities of what if you can do the very thing you've told yourself you couldn't do? You too can slowly, one day at a time, make enough new decisions to do and think differently that you will create an entirely new world for yourself and break free from these ideas that are only keeping you trapped from awakening to the truth of your infinite nature. With all of that being said, I hope that you enjoyed spending your time with me here today and that if you feel called to share this podcast or episode with someone you know, you'll go for it. If you ever feel called to get support with like-minded individuals who are on a similar journey of waking up to the truth of who they are, visit soulhealerinstitute.com slash enroll now to see if enrolling to work with us is right for you. If you ever have any questions or feel called to reach out to us for whatever reason, you can email us at connect at soulhealerinstitute.com. With so much love and appreciation to you and your very existence, until next time. Remember, you are an infinite spiritual being creating and experiencing a physical experience, and the very awareness of this truth is a miracle.